ready to hire for your photography business, but you're not ready for the conflict that could happen, hiring a team member, whether it's for marketing, uh, editing, a contractor, an agency, a VA, a second shooter, anybody like that and collaborating and managing them can be problematic. So how do you hold them accountable? Well, we all know it's essential to ensure that your work is done so you don't lose time and money. Yes, when you sign a contract, there are deliverables. But as a busy photographer, how do you ensure that they get done? When I first started assisting photographers, I noticed everyday worries they had when hiring me. Um, and then I got emails from my email list how, asking how to hold contractors accountable and work with them without micromanaging them. In this episode, I will share insider tips on hiring a contractor for your photography business. Uh, these tips will help you feel confident in your hires and you'll know that you have a business partner, not an employee you have to micromanage. Welcome to the Photographer's Action Plan. We're all about helping you build a successful photography business and life. Our goal is to delight your clients and make marketing, sales, and processes a breeze so that you can focus on growing your luxury brand. We're excited to share with you actionable photography business pro tips and lifestyle hacks, along with some oops moments because let's face it, we all make mistakes sometimes. We want to be your photo biz bestie on the go, providing you with valuable insights to help you grow a profitable photography business without burning out. You'll hear interviews with other photographers and business leaders, as well as solo episodes from your executive marketing assistant, Shar Stackle. So take some time for yourself, and listen in while you can, even if your kid just spent the last five minutes explaining the rules of their made-up game to you. And get ready to take your photography business to the next level with the photographer's action plan. But before we dive into these tips, let's talk about why hiring a contractor is important for your photography business. So you might be uh, on the fence and debating on whether or not you are ready to hire a contractor of any sort, whether it's editing, a second shooter, a VA, a marketing agency, or just a marketer. Um, I want you to know, though, as a Busy as you are, you shouldn't be working long hours and sacrificing your personal time for your business. The back of your head should not be how mom, how mommy is when they come see their kids, like when at your desk, you shouldn't be the mom at your desk all the time, right? So those long hours and running yourself ragged, trying to to just finish this one gallery up, right? That is not what we want from you, from you and your business. We want you to be happy. So hiring a marketing person in particular uh, can help you free up time, focus on what you do best, and even grow your business. However, finding the right marketer or contractor who can deliver quality work and align with your business values is so important because you want to be able to uh, have a nice working relationship that has somebody for understands your brand, understands your processes, understands your business. 
So what if you're not sure how to find the right contractor or marketer for your photography business? Well, you can check out my blog post, How to Find a Virtual Assistant for Your Photography Business. The link, I'll link it in the show notes. In that blog post are all of my insider industry tips on finding a virtual assistant contractor. And you can apply these to any other kind of contractor uh, that you might need for your business. So let's get into what you should know before hiring that marketing person or any other contractor for your photography business. These are the juicy tips and the insider tips that you need so you don't feel like you have to micromanage somebody. Okay, so tip one, and this is the best tip, and this is really the one that I feel like is the most work, and so a lot of photographers don't do this one because it is so much work. Um, And it really isn't if you brainstorm what you want ahead of time. And a lot of us just are so frazzled and at the breaking point that it's like, I don't, I don't know what I need. I just need something. And if you can spend a half hour to just brainstorm a few of these things of like what it would be like in your ideal world, if you had help and a contractor And maybe it's more than one contractor, but if you had help in your business and you could even say what, you know, for your personal life, if you had help in your family life, what would that look like too? And sometimes it's nice to get that out on paper as well. But in particular for a contractor, you're going to want to, before you hire them, you're going to need to ask for deliverables and timelines in a written agreement. And for you to actually have a written agreement, you need to have that in mind on your own written document piece of paper that says, these are the things that I want from a contractor. Because how are you going to hold somebody accountable to something that you don't even know what to hold them accountable to. So it's a lot of that is making sure that you have it first before you can hand it over. But definitely, once you have that in your mind, you want to be able to ask for your deliverables and timelines in a written agreement. So Make sure you have that agreement outlined and what you expect them to deliver and when. This makes sure that everyone's on the same page and there are clear expectations for you as well. Um, That way you're not saying, did I ask so-and-so, did I ask them to do this? And you know exactly what you ask them for and when. It's also a good idea to include a termination clause in your agreement. So if things don't work out, you can end that relationship. So making sure that you have that in there. And a lot of times, and this is just kind of a tip and a half, tip one and a half, is a lot of the times if you're working with um, an agency or somebody who's done this before, who has a package, um, they typically will 
do the written agreement already for you. I know in my my business, I create the written agreement based off of our conversation and or the packages that I offer. So having that, um, it might not be something that you actually have to create, but um, they might have created it for you. And all you need to do is um, make sure that you agree with those and sign off on them. Okay, tip two, and this is my, honestly, as important as it is to have a contract, tip two is really my favorite one, because it is imperative for how busy you are with your schedule. You're busy. Your contractor is busy. We're all busy. There's, I don't know anybody in (laughs) the modern world who doesn't have something that they're working on. And of course, there are exceptions and there's, a, you know, but there's, even if you're, even if you're a gamer, you're still working on something and you're still finding something, right? Even if, you know, we've, we've got things to occupy our time. <laughs> so here's the thing with you growing your business, mo- most contractors, they are working for multiple clients and they balance their time or projects with how they work. Just like you, you're balancing your sessions and your clients. So on the flip side, the contractors that you're going to be hiring are going to have multiple clients as well. So if you both can agree on specific touch points, dates or times when you're available for one another, this completely helps. So you can say, this is when I'm available for check-ins or this is when we have our meetings. And I encourage my clients to just set aside a certain time, whatever it is, whether it's monthly or weekly that we meet. And so it's, this is our time. So I would encourage you to make sure that you and your contractor have that, those specific dates and times. This also, it, I kind of already said this, it allows you to check in on your progress and ensure that they're meeting your expectations. So it's definitely a way that you can make sure they're on track early on in the game so it's not having to do damage control later on if that's the case and hopefully you don't have to do that obviously so hand in hand with this tip is to have regular check-ins to discuss your progress ask questions and provide feedback depending on your contractor or marketer you'll mostly like most likely use things like Trello, Asana, Google Docs, um, and such to collaborate information. Now, tip number three is really near and dear to my heart. I know that I just like tip, tip one is great, but tip three is kind of elevates. And this is why it's near and dear to my heart is because it will elevate your photography brand. Okay, so let me explain what the tip is, and then I'll go into it. So tip number three is consider hiring on a project basis, not an hourly one. 
When you hire an hourly contractor, you run the risk of managing someone, which can feel like you have an employee rather than a business partner. And this is how it's going to elevate your brand. If you hire on a project basis, you are going to feel like I hired someone for a project and they are going to deliver on that project. If you hire for an hourly, you're going to feel a lot more like you're going to have to manage their time, feel like, what are they doing? (laughs) Um, Yeah. You want a contractor who is invested in your business and who works with you, not for you. Let me say that again. You want someone who works with you, not for you. Hiring by the project or package gives you the peace of mind of not wondering if the contractor is spending hours on your project, not surfing the internet, right? They know they're all in, all invested in the project, not racking up the hours. Now, it may seem, and I'm going to say this, this is tip three and a half. It may seem like a project basis because it's a larger amount of money typically on the front end versus an hourly, I can hire somebody for 10 hours. $10 an hour. It's going to seem like, oh, well, I'm getting a better deal. And in fact, you could be actually racking up more money because it is hourly, because things can start to nickel and dime. Now, does that always happen? No. So, you know, really... That's a caveat. Be aware. But that's my own personal opinion. I'm kind of going off script here. But um, as as a contractor who has worked both, the clients that have paid me hourly have really wondered if they're spending their money wisely. And it's not a reflection of my work it's more or less a reflection of what the results are. And if they're not, if you are not getting results after spending a certain amount of money because it's hourly and it takes time to get results, then it's going to feel like you're wasting your money. And, and I get it. You take that however you want, because it is coming from somebody who has been a contractor, but, um, that is really something that I've seen. Whereas if I, if somebody paid me by the package, they were happy with results because they could see that these were the results that I agreed to. Whereas an hourly is more or less, you know, you will do this task for this amount of hours where it's not results based. So hopefully that makes sense to you. The difference between hiring somebody like your clients probably have a little bit of like, why can't we just do a session for free? I mean, that's your time, right? So they're paying you hourly for a session versus they get a tangible piece of artwork. And I'm sure they 
love having the artwork because it's something that they can touch and hold and feel. Whereas the hours in your session, it's a little more um, not as tangible, right? It's a little more, okay, yeah, here's the time we're spending together in front of the camera, but it's not something in that they can touch, feel, hold and see other than, you know, here, here's this product. And that's the same thing with digitals, whether you're digital base or product base. Um, people want their digitals. They don't care about the session. They don't care about the time in the front of the camera. They just want the photos. So something to think about. I know I went off topic a little bit. Tip four, have your contractor write their job description or standard operating procedures. Now, this is something that I will just let you know is controversial in the virtual assistant world. And why it's controversial, honestly, I really haven't heard anybody feel controversial. I just, I just can imagine my fellow marketers and contractors and all freelancers, all the people out there that do contract work, just raising their fists at me and or wanting to kick me in the shins. So, um, but this is what might be detrimental to contractors and freelancers will definitely be in your favor in holding somebody accountable. It's important to have your contractor document their processes so they have a repeatable process and you know what they're working on. This gives you a document for future hires, okay? If your marketer or your contractor part ways. It also makes sure that they're clear on what's expected of them and what they need to deliver. And I cannot emphasize how important this is. If you think that hiring a contractor or marketer might be a little more expensive, this outweighs the costs so much because you have the processes already for your business. Okay, so this is kind of an extra little bonus for your business when you hire a contractor or freelancer. Um, so yeah, put that into your contract. Um, you may get a little questioning on it, uh, maybe a little pushback, but I would really rally for this in any kind of contract relationship on their processes so that you can duplicate it later for yourself or for any other contractors that you hire in the future. Super huge. So tip five, don't be afraid to follow up and ask open-ended questions. Following up with your contractor is crucial <laughs> to ensure that they're meeting your expectations. Don't be afraid to ask open-ended questions like what job stoppers are you running into that I might be able to help with? Or what do you need from me to make this smoother? Oh my gosh, I had this one client. She was fabulous. And this is like just a behind the scenes. She would open 
she would have open-ended questions. They were so great because it continued the conversation. It wasn't a, I was expecting this, where is it? That shuts your productivity down for yourself and for your contractor. So keeping an open mind, keeping those open-ended questions is so amazing. So remember that you want your partnership and and it helps to communicate with them. Okay. This is not an employee relationship. It's a partnership. Also, don't reserve the praise either. Um, acknowledge efforts and provide positive feedback when they deliver quality work. And, and, and it, that sounds almost like an employee thing, but it's more or less sharing what your preferences are. Um, like I really liked it when your, um, let's say you've got a second shooter. I really loved the light that you captured during this wedding. Um, let's do that again. Right. So it's a lot of it is you're expressing what your preferences are. So you're grooming them to be more into your business and your style and how you like things. All right, tip number six, if things aren't working out, end it. End it if it doesn't work for you. It's important to end that relationship if you find it's not working out. If it's not working for you, it's not working for your contractor either. And I can vouch for this as a contractor, we, you both can feel it. And not all working relationships um, are smooth sailing. And not all of them are you going to be able to hold people accountable to. Um, I can attest for this. You're, you're going to have some bad working relationships with clients, bad working relationships with contractors, it just is going to happen. But if you can think of it as a learning experience, as what did I learn here, the better off you're going to be and realize that it's just something that just didn't work out. And that's okay. But trust is essential in this contractor relationship or marketer relationship. And if it's not there, it's time to move on. Okay, so to wrap up this week's podcast, let's put some of these tips into action. If you're ready to find a contractor or marketer, read the blog post that I've linked in the show notes and start your search there. That's only if you're thinking that you're ready to start looking for one, okay? If you're ready to hire, let's say you've hired one, or you're just like on the fence of just ready, just like, okay, I found somebody, I'm ready to hire them. Or, oh boy, this person says that they'd be great for me and I'm really a gung-ho. The action you need to take now is to create a document for your deliverables and your timelines before you hire so you can have that conversation before any contracts are signed. And then you can work it into your contract too. Hiring a contractor or marketer is important to grow your photography business. 
By following these insider tips, you can ensure that you're hiring the right person and that you're setting expectations from the beginning. Don't let that fear hold you back from hiring someone. It's a crucial step in growing your business and ensuring that you're not working yourself ragged. Trust is the big, 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 biggest leap, you know, but it's so worth it. Thanks for tuning in to the Photographer's Action Plan. Our goal is to guide you through the ins and outs of running a profitable photography business without sacrificing your well-being. Remember, you can always count on us to be your photo biz bestie on the go. If you found today's episode helpful, don't forget to share it with your business bestie and take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more photographers like you. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Action Arrow Media for more photography business insights and inspiration. Thanks for joining us on this journey, and we can't wait to see you in the next episode of the Photographer's Action Plan.